We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Moving on to the second commitment for Oregon in the past couple of days, 2024 Santa Ana, California, modern day wide receiver Jack Ressler announced his commitment to Oregon on Monday, choosing the Ducks from a top five of Arizona State, Boise State, Oregon State, and Penn State as well. Um, you know, a big addition for the Ducks, Junior Adams, keeping things going at the wide receiver position. Um, you know, this was a prediction that I made a couple weeks back after a wrestler visited Oregon along with Aiden Breland and Brandon Baker. But Ducks get another big name and, and another talented wide receiver out of a national powerhouse in modern day. Colin, let's uh, let's get some of your thoughts here. Yeah, so so with, uh, wrestler, what you're getting, you're going to be getting a guy that projects at slot, um, which is a position of need for Oregon going forward. Um, and also going into a powerhouse again, so that you saw him go into a powerhouse at uh, St. Francis Academy to get uh, Michael Van Buren, who is what, the higher rated QB in the class um, and wrestler as well at modern day. Um, you have his teammates, obviously Aiden Breland. You have also um, obviously Brandon Baker as well there. Um, and you have, some future guys like uh, Nasir Wyatt will be there and a few others uh, in 2025 that will be big, big targets for Oregon as well. I think this is where they kind of start looking at trying to build that pipeline um, modern day to Eugene. And I think that's, that's one step for sure in that as well. Um, But I'm not entirely sure as to how early he will see the field. Um, I think he is a good player. He's, he was hurt most of last year if I recall, uh, but he should regardless still be a quality player for the Ducks. Um, yeah, so the the Jack Russell commitment was, was a big one for Oregon. You know, they're now up to four wide receivers uh, in the 2024 class. We can talk a little bit more about, you know, the overall haul for Junior Adams and the Ducks at the position, Colin. But, you know, just to get into a little bit more about, about Jack Ressler and, and, you know, his game, He's listed at, on the recruiting services at 5'11", I think 5'11", 195. Um, you know, I've, I've seen him in person, and I frankly don't think he's that big. Um, you know, I'm only six foot, probably like 175, 180 myself. Um, so, you know, not not trying to rag on the guy at all, but, you know, seeing guys in person has its value in, in that regard. 
And I think with, with wrestler, you know, he's not, he's not like I've kind of been getting at. He's not the the most physically imposing wide receiver. Not that Oregon really has any of those in this class. And they're not huge guys. Most of them are in that 5'10", 5'11", six foot range. You don't have a lot of huge receivers in this class um, from a physical standpoint. Like, you know, James Madison from St. Thomas Aquinas is 6'3", 190. And I think he's the biggest guy that Oregon's going after um, from a physical standpoint. But I think wrestler is a pretty technically sound guy. You know, he runs good routes. Uh, and that's how he kind of creates most of his separation has really good, consistent hands. And, you know, the, the guys and the coaches in his commitment video were, you know, kind of comparing him to Amon Ross St. Brown in terms of just how good his hands were probably the best wide receiver to come out of modern day. Now he's balling out for the Detroit lions. Um, so that's not, you know, a, a comment that they make a comparison that they make easily putting him in that company. Um, that said, I, I do think that wrestler is a little bit more of that short to intermediate wide receiver. You know, because he's not crazy quick, not crazy fast, you don't see him working too terribly much in the, in the deep game, whether it's, you know, getting that separation in the air or, you know, taking the top off of a defense. But um, I, I think that every team and every, every uh, you know, cycle, every class kind of needs a guy that can be that consistent, reliable pass catcher. Um, and, you know, he, he played against, you know, some of the best competition in the country at modern day. Um, which has, you know, a lot of really young wide receivers uh, for, for this next season, but he's definitely like, you know, a leader in the wide receiver room there. Uh, like you said, he's kind of working back from injury right now, but I think that, um, you know, if you can play at modern day and, and make a name for yourself, I mean, you're certainly not going to be shying away from competition going against the likes of Tyser Denmark, Jordan Anderson, Dylan Gresham. So maybe not the most, uh, you know, it's not a star studded commitment. He's, he's rated a three-star on uh, the 247 Sports Composite, 0 0.8558, um, ranked the 1,090th player in the country, number 138 wide receiver, number 81 player in California. Um, but those were kind of just some of my thoughts on, on wrestler. I think it's uh, a, a better addition than, uh, you know, some people are maybe giving it credit for. Yeah, and I think also at the uh, wide receiver core, the Oregon's playing more of like a numbers game. They're not really playing... Uh, I can't remember if it was you that said this earlier today uh, in a tweet or somebody else that I saw say it. But, I, I mean, looking at who they're still also going to be after, you said James Madison already. Um, you're looking at a few other guys still, too. Um, I can't, Of course, I'm blanking right now. But they're still looking at several players. They're not just looking. Oh, Jeremiah McClellan. That's a big Pel one as well. Pel Pelham, too. Pelham. Yeah. So it's not just that they're going to settle with these four guys, right? They're still looking to add. Um, because I think after next season, they'll be down six wide receivers that are on the roster right now, something like that, um, five or six. And obviously you have to replace those guys. And you'll, I'm sure you'll bring in more, obviously, next cycle. But um, getting a good start on that right now, bringing in the guys that you want, getting your guys. Um, yeah, there's Bear as well, um, Gatlin Bear. But he won't be a freshman, I believe, till 2026 because of his mission trip. Um but they continue to recruit a bunch of guys. Um, I'm thinking, I don't know who else, but yeah, Bear for sure. McClellan. There's one from Florida that I'm thinking about. Um, yes, James Madison, probably, unless there's somebody else. No, there's somebody else, but I think he's. Oh, Nick Marsh is another one. He just put Oregon in his top schools. I think yeah, he's going to be visiting. Interesting. I didn't yeah, I you mean, off if you were finished at that point. No, no you're good. You're good. But, I mean, it's just going to be big for um, Oregon to kind of continue, I guess, adding some more players, right? And they also need to get a bigger body. They already have uh, – I know you mentioned this. They don't have a lot of big bodies in this class right now, wide receiver. 
They already got that, though, last class in the past two classes, I guess. Um, you saw Casper, right? You saw um, – also, you saw, like, Jerion Dickey, of course, the headliner of the class, um, and a few others as well. Uh, do you want to take over about that bussy comment there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can we can talk a little bit more about that. Um, he's one of the guys that I said that, there's, yeah. that they're still in the mix for. Um, yeah. So as now that, that wrestlers in the fold, you know, I think that, you know, I, I, that was the title of my story earlier today, Colin, is that Oregon's, you know, it's a numbers game now, uh, at wide receiver in the 2024 class, cause you're filling up on space and, um, you know, Ryan, Ryan, um, Ryan Pelham out of Long Beach Millican. Um, and he's right up the road from me. I've, you know, been able to see him play a lot and that's a special dude. Um, he's, he's a special talent and I think it's really him and Jeremiah McClellan, out of uh, St. Louis, Missouri, Christian Brothers. Um, those are the two guys that I think Oregon is in the best spot for, and really putting the most uh, putting the most you know stock into right now when it comes to recruiting. Um, you know, Junior Adams went went to stop by the the Long Beach Millican Showcase um, this spring, which is you know obviously good good to you know show up for Pelham, and then you know also made it on the road out to Missouri. Um, and then Pelham's a former teammate of Jordan Anderson. You know, he was at Long Beach Millican before he transferred to Newport Harbor, uh, ahead of this season. So I think that those are two of the main guys that you're looking at. Um, and then, you know, I also mentioned, I mean, there was a comment for Gatlin bear out of Burley, Idaho. Um, he has Oregon in his top five along with Nebraska, Michigan, Boise state, um, TCU. He just took his OB to TCU. So there's still a lot of guys that they're really involved in. And, you know, they're just trying to, to, you know, get as many talented guys as they can. But at the same time, you gotta, you gotta be, uh, you know, cognizant and aware of the, the roster that you have. And then, you know, like you talked about how you're probably going to lose guys like Troy Franklin, um, after this next season, um, and, and maybe Tez Johnson or, or Trayshawn Holden. I can't remember how much eligibility they have left, but you know, these are some of the guys that they're still, you know, looking at. And, you know, Pelham's uncle, I think it was, Don Pelham, coached linebackers at Oregon for 20 years. Uh, so he's obviously, Pelham is very familiar with the Oregon program. Um, he has a top 10, I think, that has programs across the country. Um, but as far as I know, the last I heard, he's taken OVs to USC and Oregon. Um, so I think that that's probably going to become an Oregon versus SC battle. And SC already has Xavier Jordan in the fold in 2024. Um, there, there were a couple other guys that I wanted to hit on real quick. I didn't want to take too much of the, the spotlight, Colin. Um, but just, we have all the names out there. Um, let's see. Uh, oh yeah. Andrew was saying, what about the Bussy kid? Uh, was his question. And that's Terry Bussy out of the state of Texas. Number one athlete in the state of Texas primarily plays wide receiver. Can also go at running back a little bit. Has Oregon in his top 11. Um, I, I was hearing that he's going to be taking some visits and, and making uh making a trip out to Oregon in the the summer, so he's still a guy to watch for. You know they're gonna they're gonna you know take their swings for the best players that they can. And then you also have Nick Marsh uh, out of River River Rouge River Rouge, um, Michigan. He is a former Michigan State commit, and he just placed Oregon uh, in his top schools and has a commitment date set for July seventh. I'm also told that he's supposed to get out to, on campus. So there's still so many guys that they're involved in. I don't really think that they're much of a player for James Madison. Um, it looks like he's probably going to end up going back home to the state of Missouri, where he's originally from, playing at St. Thomas Aquinas in Fort Lauderdale right now. But, I mean, just all the buzz on on social media from his end is Mizzou. So 
that leads me to believe that he's probably going to end up at Missouri right now. But that's kind of the the crop of receivers that that Oregon is still working on right now. Uh, yeah, and so, I mean, you continue to look at all these battles, right? Uh, now I'm, I'm going to mention uh, Jeremiah McClellan. You look at LSU, you look at Ohio State, Oregon, uh, all in it there, as well as I believe uh, Missouri's in it there as well because he is from Missouri. Um which is another connection there because obviously Lanning is from uh, Mizzou. So that's something also to watch. Um, you already mentioned Pelham. You already mentioned, uh, you already mentioned Bear as well. There was a, who am I thinking of? But anyway, McClellan uh, just recently visited LSU. Um, and before that had visited Ohio State. I believe he has another visit to Ohio State um, coming somewhat soon. And he's also supposed to visit Oregon in um i believe it's coming weeks yeah mcclellan yeah yeah mcclellan and pelham are supposed to both take their officials this uh this month so um yeah and then they, they both visited this spring i want to say uh with mcclellan being there for uh the um spring game, spring game. so yeah. we got mcclellan's highlights right now but we can talk about whoever I'm trying to. Th I keep forgetting. Um, there's somebody that I'm thinking of at wide receiver that I that I didn't mention. Uh, hold on. <laughs> I'm completely blanking right now. Now you're chilling. You already you already said Nick Marsh. You already said obviously. A Wingo. We're not I mean, really. I mean, Wingo is. Yeah, yeah, they're like trying, but I think he's kind of a long shot. Not in it for Freddie Debose anymore. Hmm. Maybe I'm, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not thinking straight. I thought there was somebody else. I guess not. Um, but I, I mean, still some elite targets uh, that Oregon's going after. Um, a lot of talent. Hopefully you can get a, f I mean, would be great if it could get a five right in the, at wide receiver. That would be a fantastic offensive haul. Um, two QBs, five wide receivers, potentially three tight ends. That'd just be crazy. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, have a whole lot else on the rest of these wide receivers max we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Sure, okay. Um, yeah, and I think that um, I, I wrote it a little bit, and maybe we can talk about it a bit. I, I don't see Oregon going more than five wide receivers you know, in the 2024 recruiting class, especially when you kind of factor in that there's still going to be more talented guys that they want to go after uh, in the transfer portal. Um, you know, I think that a perfect example of that is, you know, Zachary Franklin who ended up at Ole Miss. Like, I think that they were so involved with Gary Bryant at that point that the numbers just weren't going to work out, um, with, with that one. But I think Pelham and McClellan are the two guys, the main guys to watch the the most realistic for Oregon right now. I think that's something that maybe gets lost sometimes is, you know, you want to get all these top, top tier guys. Um, but you know, sometimes you just can't do it, you know, but they're, we know that one visit can change things, so that's really all you need to to really ultimately become, um, you know, competitors or contenders in a recruitment. Um, but I love the the hall that they have right now. Um, you know, after getting wrestler in there as a as a solid glue guy and as another another uh, addition that I like. Uh, but with McClellan and Pelham coming for their OVs, that's great. And then you have some other guys that are maybe going to make it out on unofficial visits, like Bussy. Um, I don't think that I know the timeline for him as far as his commitment and when he wants to, to do that. But um, I think they're shaping up to, to have another really good haul. Um, and then again, it's worth mentioning, we were just talking about it with Elite Terry, but you know, depending on when these guys want to make their decisions, I'm pretty sure that Pelham wants to decide you know, by the time the season starts. I'm not as sure about McClellan, but you're looking at maybe having this haul pretty, pretty much uh, possibly wrapped up by the time the season comes around, Colin, and, that, and that's that's where you want to be. I mean, you can't ask for more than that because then you can really go for those top, top flight guys that want to drag it out and then get going on 25, which they already have with a pair of commits. Yeah, and in addition to that, also like focusing on keeping your guys because um, obviously the flip season the, at the end of the year, that's, that's real. I mean, uh, continuing to make sure you can hold on to your guys is something that Oregon – struggled somewhat i'd say to do uh in the last cycle and that was losing two or one offensive guy and one defensive guy um with presley going to uw and then obviously dante moore to ucla but they did well in flipping their own flipping guys uh late in the cycle as well so i i think if if they have a player that um is wanting to go elsewhere late in the cycle they're going to find a replacement so i'm not entirely worried about um that but also getting a big start on 2025 would be huge um got to get out there early uh they weren't really f- uh, completely able to focus on the 2024 uh, class from last cycle because they had a bunch of guys uh dragging it out late um i think a pleasant nicholas harbor and a few other guys right that uh were kind of dragging it out so uh, they weren't quite able to focus early on but it seems like it's worked out pretty fun i mean pretty good so far yeah, no, no doubt about it. Well, we got a couple of questions here. How about we hit these questions and then we wrap it up, Colin? Does that sound cool with you? Yep. These these last two. Um, this one comes from Micah Time, free, frequent listener, frequent viewer of the program. So appreciate you tuning in again. Um, question is, update on running back targets. Um, yeah, this is, uh, you know, obviously a really important position for Oregon when you kind of just uh, tackle it with the idea that, you know, Bucky Irvin and Noah Whittington could – both very well be off to the NFL next year. I think that Bucky obviously gets more of that consideration because he is kind of the the number one guy for Oregon. Um, but Whittington got a lot of usage as well, and they really didn't have that different that much different of numbers. 
but you got to consider that and then think, you know, maybe Oregon goes one or two backs. Um, you know, I guess on paper, it looks like one is what they have the room for, but you're going after Nate Frazier uh, at a modern day as well. Um, you know, again, just talking about how talent rich modern day is just, you know, same story, different year, different day, whatever you want to say. Uh, he is supposed to be taking his official visit to Oregon this upcoming weekend. Um, so that's a very big update that Nate Frazier is going to be coming out for his uh, official visit. Has never really had a very concrete timeline, but I think he's also going to be taking an official visit out to Alabama. He was just at Georgia over the weekend for an unofficial visit. Um, and then you have guys like Dejon Riggs, Jason Brown Jr. Both of those guys were recently in Eugene. Um, and then you also have Christian Clark, who is recently in Eugene. Actually, I think I think Riggs, Riggs is coming is this coming weekend. Up, yeah. My bad, I got that mixed up. And then um, Christian Clark out of Arizona, um, you know, Phoenix, Arizona, Mountain Point. He was just on campus for his OV. So not really any, not really too many tangible updates there right now, other than uh, Frazier coming in for his OV this weekend. That's huge, but seems like Georgia and Bama, again, are, are some of the main competitors there for him. And, and he's probably my favorite running back target um, in, in this class for Oregon. Yeah, and um, I don't really have anybody else to add on to that list, uh, Max, but I think that Nate Frazier's the very clear number one, uh, I'd say, but I wouldn't really be shocked if they took Christian Clark um, if he was ready to make his uh, commitment. I'm sorry, I keep looking down, my dog's like freaking out. Um, yeah, I wouldn't really be shocked there. Um, there's a few other guys I could see them maybe getting in on, but I won't really get into that right now just because it's not really concrete. It's, um, it's just like... Oregon has their main targets ready. They have the guys that they want, um, that they're looking at, rather. Um, Jason Brown Jr. is still up there, like you said. Um, and, yeah, Christian Clark, Nate Frazier, Jason Brown Jr., I think those top three. But then Riggs definitely there. Uh, I wonder a little bit. I think they've kind of fallen off a little bit for uh, Cameron Jones out of St. Francis Academy as well. Or I believe that's – You mean Bosco? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's one from St. Francis as well. I'm forgetting his name. I'm completely blanking. But um, – I don't think they're really priorities right now. Um, and that's not to say that they're bad. That's just that I don't think that Oregon's prioritizing them. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think they are. So we got a, we got a good, a good little uh, feel for that. So nothing super tangible right now, Micah, but uh, you know, you gotta, you know, those guys that you still got to watch and then we'll see if Oregon can maybe try to seal the deal with, uh, with Nate Frazier, um, you know, this weekend that that'd probably be a dream scenario for them to just wrap it up and, and, you know, maybe not even take the Alabama OV. That would be an ideal scenario. Um, uh, the last question that we have for today is from Kevin G Kevin asks, where does Oregon sit with both the Williams boys, both the linebackers? I feel like those are huge needs for Oregon, especially Justin haven't heard as much Oregon hype lately visit scheduled. Um, yeah, so not sure if you were here a little bit earlier, Kevin, but we were talking about Justin Williams and just how important he is for the Ducks. Um, you know, he, he's going to be taking his official visit this weekend, so that's really big. And then Dylan Williams, he just he has, uh, he has just took his official visit to Oregon this past weekend, and it feels like everybody's going after him. Michigan State, UCLA, um, Miami, Texas, Michigan. You know, he's, he's going to be making the rounds for sure. Um, I think Justin Williams is a bigger priority right now just because of the caliber of player that he is. But Dylan Williams is a really good player as well. Um, so I think that Oregon's dream linebacker hall will be Justin Williams, Dylan Williams, Kamar Matuti, maybe even throw in Braden Platt if they have the room for it. Um, but I think that that's a very realistic scenario for them 
Um, kind of for me, the gut feel is that Braden Platt's faded a little bit, or you know, they've faded for him, whatever it might be. Um, but that's kind of my my thoughts on you know Justin and Dylan Williams. What what are you kind of thinking about the backers and maybe a little bit on Dylan, Colin? Uh, for Dylan, I mean, he's been having major interest in Oregon for the longest time. Um, I mean, he's teased like a, I'd say teased a commitment. I can't, I don't know. Uh, he, he's been, it felt like close to committing several times and he just hasn't. Um, sorry, my dog is like freaking out right under my desk. I don't know what's going on. Um, but yeah, I mean, Dylan is a very, very good player. Um, I'm not going to say he's on par with Justin Williams, but uh, of course, both of these Williams guys, obviously not related, but um, both very, very good um, and would be major to add to this group. Um, you also think about, um, I mean, how much he's visited Michigan State. I think that's, uh, I think he's kind of 50-50. Um, I'm sure that after this weekend that it's swayed a little bit in Oregon's favor. If he goes back to Michigan State, it might tip back and like towards the 50-50 again. Um, it, it's really tough, uh, to say definitively right now that, uh, Dylan Williams is for sure Oregon, right? Um, there's a lot of teams in the running for him, but I wouldn't be shocked at all if in the end he ends up at Oregon. Um, I think he plays earlier, um, there he gets more playing time early on at Michigan state if he goes there, but I think Oregon, um, long-term he would be like, a major, major player. Um, and then Justin Williams, we talked about that, um, already visited Georgia, um, right? Yeah. No? I think he's visiting that 23rd weekend. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but visiting Oregon this weekend, which is huge, along with like Elijah Rushing um, and a few other guys, which will be huge because obviously those are two of the top targets, if not the biggest targets uh, remaining in the class. Um and just getting those guys leaning towards Oregon, that would be huge because they obviously recruits talk, right? If their experience is really, really good, um, they're going to voice that. Um, they're going to make sure that they uh, continue to, I guess, network in a sense um, to other recruits and say, hey, how are you feeling about Oregon? But, I, I mean, the visit, obviously, this weekend's going to prove to be huge. Uh, it's just tough that Georgia gets the next visit the following weekend. Yeah, so I mean, they want they would love to have him for that big June twenty third weekend, but I mean, it, it's definitely not at that level. But this upcoming June sixteenth weekend is is looking like it's going to be pretty big um, for Oregon. You know, you got rushing, you got Nate Frazier, um, Moga, uh, you know, quarterback guy is a you know kind of a face of the class type of dude. Um, you know, he's going to be on campus as well. So those are still some very significant names, and there's even more to that. Um, I just. I'm kind of getting back in the swing of things after I got back from, from my trip. Um, so it's, it's pretty big, but I mean, Colin, we're, we're already approaching an hour here after I thought it was going to be 30 just, or 45 minutes. Um, so I think we're definitely going to wind down, but uh, just any, any last thoughts from you? I'm sure. I sure hope we'll be able to get you back on pretty soon. I don't, I don't really have anything to add on. Um, I mean, it's just, we've got a lot of big recruiting weekends coming up, right? Uh, a lot of visitors coming in something to watch uh i apparently need to go walk my dog <laughs> yeah definitely get get your dog on a walk um you know just also wanted to see where can people find more of you and your work before we get out of here yeah so you can find me on twitter at insider ducks um, and on instagram at ducks.insider um, as the name tag shows on the screen um, and thank you again max
Yeah, man, no worries. So yeah, guys, make sure you go tap in with Colin on uh, you know all the platforms, Twitter uh, and, and Instagram, and then hopefully we'll see some maybe see some more writing from him uh, over on on Ducks Digest. But if you guys want to find more of me, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at mtorresports. That name right there on your screen, and then you can also subscribe to my YouTube channel at Oregon Football Max Taurus, and then make sure to hit that like button and that bell button so that you don't miss out on future streams and videos, posts, podcasts, all that good stuff, and share the Ducks Dish podcast with your friends, with your family, and with other Duck fans. But until next time, appreciate you guys taking some time out of your day to tune in, talk some Duck football with us, talk some crouton. Thanks to Colin for coming on, and we'll see you guys in the next episode of the Ducks Dish podcast. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.